Welcome to Amplifying Wellness with TLC. This is a podcast where we dedicate to your self-care and wellness. We will be sharing guest stories, information, and tips on how to live healthier and happier lives. We are Twin Life Coaching and Business Services with your hosts, myself, Tara Lehman, and Barb Schutz. We care about increasing awareness around self-care and mental health through this podcast, coaching, workshops, and more. To find out all about all of our services and our community, please visit twinlifecoaching.ca. As a reminder, this podcast is for sharing of stories and information only and is not intended to be or replace any medical advice that you are seeking or have received. Thank you, Tara. So today we're joined by our guest, Daphne Wells, all the way from New Zealand, as we just found out. So welcome, Daphne. Daphne is an intuitive success and positive intelligence coach who helps midlife women create far-reaching ripples of impact and riches they long for with ease and flow. Welcome to the show, Daphne. Thank you, Barb, and thank you, Tara. Thank you for having me. Of course. So we like to start our show with you taking a minute to share your background in wellness and self-care, maybe a little bit about what it is that you do. Well, I come from a background of overgiving and not caring for myself, ignoring myself. And I kind of had a moment um, when I was a mum to four children and my mum, who was younger than me at that stage, was having two hips replaced. Wow. And she essentially was really an old lady. And I thought to myself, I do not want to be that. What do I do instead? And so that started off for me um, getting really focused on making a habit of exercise, sport. And exercise had never been a high priority for me as a kid. I was the fat kid who never did anything. (laughs) Always picked last for sports teams. And so I started walking every morning, like when my youngest, when I was no longer breastfeeding him, I thought I may as well get up now, go out for a walk while everyone's still asleep. And so that's become a, you know, he's 32 now. I started off as, um, you know, a 15, 20 minute, phew, I get this little space of time is now like this morning, it was two hours. Oh, good for Um, you. You know, and I've added in other things. So that started off really my my journey of wellness and actually putting a little bit of time for me in each day. That's great. Wow. That's so I guess wonderful. Yeah, and I guess we're wanting to, to focus a little bit on uh, mindset. So I'm wondering, Daphne, if you can tell us why that topic of positive mindset from a mental um physical positive intelligence perspective uh, is so important to you obviously it started a long time ago yeah yeah so I come from a you know and I, I, I love my parents dearly they're both gone now however I'm not criticizing them this is how it was it was a very limited mindset very scarcity focused childhood um you know and and parents who'd grown up in the depression and the war and and that was kind of normal um And so there were very limited opportunities for me as a child, and I wanted to expand that for my children. So I kind of had, 
raised them to believe they could do anything they chose in life as long as they were treating other people well in the process and being responsible. And then I realized that I thought that was possible for them and not for me. So what did I need to do? Um, And that started off this journey of mindset, self-development work. And a lot of that revolved around, in the initial stages, the the teachings I was receiving. And, and, you know, like this is back in the day where, you know, small town New Zealand, nobody talked about stuff like that. I was kind of researching books Mm -hmm. and and online was in its infancy. And so it, it was about journaling and affirmations and all this. And then when things didn't kind of work out how I wanted them to, I'd berate myself. Well, I didn't say the right affirmations. I didn't do enough journaling. Mm. I didn't, you know, I wasn't enough was the repeating story um, through my life. And so that kind of like I've been on a real journey of healing and transformation. I look back and, you know, I'm like, I love you dearly, Daphne, of all those decades ago, and we are not her anymore, you know, thankfully. Um, When I met up with mental fitness and positive intelligence, I was like, oh, do I really need another modality in my tool belt? Do I really Mm -hmm. need to learn another thing? And yet one of my dear friends um, was intrigued about it and it required a few people in a group going in together to work on it together. And I thought, well, you know, I trust her, I love her, why not? Um, and, And it literally flipped that have I not done enough on its head because what I've learned is that our brain is a muscle, right? I mean, we know this, Mm -hmm. right? And it automatically fires in the negative because back in the days of saber-toothed tigers, we needed it too. Yeah. And so pain will automatically go that way. Those are where our well-worn neural pathways are. Our brain can only support so many neural pathways. So what happens is, like with any muscle, when we're not using it, it atrophies. Mm-hmm. You know, I think back to a few years ago, I broke my wrist and I just about fainted when they took the the cast off it because my arm looked like a 90-year-old woman. Oh, you no. know, like, and I'd been lifting weights and, you know, it was like, and, and that was really like, wow, this is what happens when we don't use muscles. So if you think about it from our brain, we've got our negative survival saboteur region we've got our positive sage wise intuitive region and if we're using the negative all the time this one's atrophying so what we can do through mental fitness exercises like you go to the gym you don't just go there once like I didn't automatically lose all my weight from years of you know having children with one walk right exactly And um, same with our brains, you know, so mental fitness is we can do it really, really quickly by doing what we call PQ reps several regularly through the day. And then your brain automatically begins to, you respond positively more than you react negatively because you're building those neural pathways. 
And I have found personally that it's been so freeing to, in the moment where I feel I'm going to slip into that negative, to do some PQ reps, interrupt that brain, because you, you've got this tension mm-hmm. in your brain, which is your control. You, if you think about your control center, your command center, oh. self-command center. So which way are you going to go? Are you going to take control or are you going to let that saboteur region run your life? Mm-hmm. And you get to flip it by doing some PQ reps. I love so, that. Go yeah. ahead. Pat. No, I was just going to ask what sort of PQ rep preps do you do? Sorry. <laughs> There are all different kinds. I love that you asked that question, Barb, that that work with all of our senses because some of us end up with ones that are more more I go to than others. One of my personal favorites is if you close your eyes for a moment and rub your fingertips together with such a tension that you can feel the ridges on your fingertips. Mm-hmm. And when those thoughts come back into your mind, just focus on your fingertips and feeling those ridges. That's an interesting, um, I, I like that because it's, it's, there's so many things that can interrupt those negative mindsets. And you talked about earlier, journaling and stuff like that isn't for everybody at all, right? It can be very helpful for some. And I think we would all agree to that. But having these, oh, and I'm not criticizing it. I still yeah. do. What I'm saying is that what I, you know, what I mean was the have I done enough? Have I? Yeah. You know? And I like this little interruption that you're doing, even with the fingertips, like just something that you can stop that negative thought process from taking over, so to speak. Also, you know, I love that one particularly because you can use it like if you're in the middle of a conversation with somebody or a meeting and you're getting really stressed and things are spiraling downward, you can do that under the table with your eyes open. Yeah. That no one even knows what you're doing is actually taking control of how you're going to respond. And actually, the more that you do it, the more it the more quickly you can rep- you can shut those negative thoughts out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that's that. A good idea. Yeah. Um, I want to just ask, yeah, no, that's <laughs> fine. I just want to ask, you know, when it comes to your client base, um, you know, people that you talk to about these things, what are some of the challenges that they come to you for that this can help? Is it general negativity thoughts? Is it just other things like what are some of those challenges they bring to you that this can help so a lot of the time it's about you know how do I how do I make the progress I want to in life because I keep thinking I'm not good enough right and I don't have you know the old perfectionism is it good enough to share do I have do I need another certification you know is is what I can help people with actually worthwhile does anyone want it you know, mm-hmm. can I charge money for it? If you think about all of those negative things that um, kind of stop us sharing what I call our magical gifts with the world. You know, I believe that we all come into the world with gifts to share. The other things that come so naturally to us that we 
we wonder why everyone else can't do it. Mm-hmm. So along with that comes this, can I charge money for it? Will yeah. people value it? Because it's, it's so easy for us in a way because it comes so naturally and it's meant to be like that. And my response to that is that when we actually allow ourselves to ask the money for it, we can replace our job and therefore we can help more people because we're freeing up all of that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. So you talked about, you know, like the the finger rubbing. I've done um, under the table kind of tapping, very quietly Mm -hmm. tapping the top of each of my legs when I'm feeling, say, anxious. But uh, what other tools, what other suggestions would you have or do do you give some of your clients? Like I love that idea of the fingertips. What's some of your other favorites? One of my other favorites is to, to focus on something in the distance. When you're looking at a window and actually focus on it so much that you're seeing the detail on it. Using the senses again almost. Yeah. And another one is to really listen to the sounds. So what is the farthest away sound you can hear? And really focus on that. And then what is the closest sound you can hear? And if it's not your own breathing, then listen to that, mm-hmm. you know? So it's actually just giving yourself the space to really get back in your body, which takes us, because we live so much of our life in our head, don't we? We do. Yeah. <laughs> we do. And when we can get into our physical body and out of that negative side of our brain I mean I mean we do need that right we need to know that if we put our hands on the stove it's hot we need to Mm -hmm. feel that how long do you want to leave your hand there yeah yeah you know is it a flash of warning or is it a my hands burn yeah Yeah. Yeah. exactly (laughs) I just want to touch back on something you'd mentioned previously about perfectionism and it's something that you know I wish the word perfect sometimes didn't exist because when we reach for perfectionism we can get those negative mindsets that you're talking about right because we feel like it needs to be better I mean I just recently was talking to a client that's trying to finish a book and is not happy and is editing and editing and editing and I said are you going for perfect or are you going for good and she said, perfect. And I said, there's no such thing. You can improve everything all the time. And I think this really speaks to interrupting the negative mindset that you're referring to, because there is no perfect, except that you're having it, but interrupt it. Right? It's What are your thoughts on that about the whole idea of perfect? Perfect changes as we do, as we grow yeah. and form, what is acceptable for us changes. Absolutely. The book scenario is we've all read books by world famous authors who make a massive living from their books. There Mm -hmm. are typos in those books. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, um, and I mean, I've written books too, and you kind of, you do, there comes a point where how many more times are you editing this before you send it off to somebody else for them to have a look at it? 
Exactly. Exactly. So I want to touch on workplaces real quick because we know in workplaces, negative mindset is a big problem in a lot of places. I'm not saying everywhere, but it can definitely come into the workplace, not just at your personal life. What are your thoughts about using some of these tools in the workplace or how workplaces should even handle these types of negative mindsets with the tools that you you teach? Absolutely amazing to work with teams and workplaces because what happens is we become critical with that negative mindset allows space for criticism of our co-workers. And when you do this work, you accept that everybody is different and we all have our own failings and you actually see everybody rise together. And what happens is that it does maximise your productivity, your well-being and your relationships all at once. From a workplace perspective, given that, you know, there is a a need for workplaces to focus not just on productivity and performance, on their employees' well-being. Which can increase that. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you know, you get, like I say, when you put positive intelligence, mental fitness, you get everybody in your team doing this work and everybody rises together. Everybody Mm -hmm. gets better they all feel better about what they're doing they all are more productive they perform better yeah (laughs) yeah love it and I could see that that would go from work to home if the workplace is the one that's helping teach that then you take that positive mindset home because you felt that all day at work of course you do and we all know there's that there's that mirror neurons that contagion effect that happens so you know Mm -hmm. if somebody negative comes into the room it's very easy if other people are that way inclined for the whole room to spiral downwards. Yeah. Where, you know, if you choose to be around positive people, everybody's more positive. So you then take that positive. Like imagine going home from work saying, oh, horrible day. Everybody had did this, that, and the other thing was wrong versus had a great day. How was yours, honey? You know, like yeah. that, different. It makes, feels different. It feels different. And, and you know, we all know that it's not what you say, it's how you make people feel with what you say that makes the difference. So yeah. doing this really infiltrates every area of life. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's so important for sure. So if, if you were talking to um, any of your clients or even our audience, what would be the, one of the tips that you would give people that they can use every day? fingertips and the matter of pausing before you're gonna react Mm, I like it am I gonna react or am I gonna pause and choose my response Mm -hmm. I think that's pausing yeah I like the pausing idea too because if it is something that's impactful it could be a fight or flight moment and you need to take a break to help your brain refocus so maybe even the, the fingertips comes into play at the same time. Your fingertips at the same time, then you get to choose how you respond. And that has a powerful impact. Um, you know, one of my clients who's done this work was in the habit of fl- lashing out, flying off the handle when she got really stressed situations at work and at home. 
doing this changed all of that. Oh, I love those feel-good stories. A point where, you know, all of her workplace team hadn't done it. She's done it on her own with me. And and people were, you know, waiting for her to lash out, respond negatively. And, of course, she didn't. And, you know, so that, to me, it's just so powerful. And hopefully contagious. Yeah, that's great because now her coworkers are probably seeing that and doing the same. Yeah. Well, they're seeing that. Intrigued. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Very intrigued. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thanks. This has been a wonderful conversation. And I love the tools that you shared today. I think when it comes to negative versus positive mindsets, there's so many different tools out there, but these ones are very unique and I like them very much. So thank you for sharing that today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to share. More people who know, the better. (laughs) Exactly. Positive. If anybody in our audience today wanted to learn more about what you do or how to get a hold of you, is there somewhere online they can go? Yeah, so I'm on all of the platforms. Well, I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And my website is my name, DaphneWells.com. So relatively easy to find online. (laughs) And just so everybody knows how to spell her name, it's D-A-P-H-N-E. And then Wells is W-E-L-L-S. Thanks again for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it was a great conversation. (laughs) We also want to thank our listeners for joining us today. We can't wait to bring you more from our Amplifying Your Wellness with our guests who share stories, challenges, wins, and tips to help you on your self-care journey. And as always, we want to remind everyone of our Amplifying Your Wellness with TLC community. This is a great place to find support for everything you need to bring your self-care into your own life. To find out more about this community and all of our services, again, you can visit us at freelifecoaching.ca. Until next time, remember, you've got this.